and welcome to the freaks. But please first these messages. The freaks are not for children. The freaks are not a safe place. Horrific psychological and emotional damages may occur. The freaks are not fake news. These are real people acting real stupid in real time. The freaks are not for those slow of wit or weak of constitution. If you have the fundamental strength of a wet graham cracker, perhaps you should step into the next room. Use of protective gear is strongly encouraged. Emergency protocols are now in effect. System lockdown has been initiated. All exits are now sealed. Access to freaks, security level one. Granted, proceed with extreme caution. Welcome back to the Talk Monsters, WGOW, celebrating Veterans Day. What one is that, Max? What that was Coast Guard. Coast Guard, okay. Yeah. That's, that's a peppy little tune. I like that. Yeah, one. Like you little... know, I like those. Uh, well, it's a Coast Guard band that's playing that, and I, I, I like to pull up that music with the uh, bands from the military. Yeah. I, I tried. My son was in the Marine Corps, and he played the trumpet at UT, yeah. and I tried my best to get him to try to get into the Marine Corps band. But he had no interest in it. For some reason. No, matter, no matter what you did, he just he didn't yeah, want to do it. you know it. how kids are. Well, the uh, Choo Choo Chorus, uh, the barbershop quartet, it was actually like 20 guys, but uh, they sang barbershop versions of all those songs. Yeah. At the, it, was, it was pretty cool. I really, yeah, really liked yeah. it. Really liked. And, and uh, if you're a veteran, thank you. Thank you for all the things that, that people haven't said thank you to you for. Okay. Uh, sometimes I love stories when something just goes across the ocean for no known reason. A trash bin. Somehow got swept swept out of the ocean off the coast of Myrtle Beach in South Carolina. It turned up in Ireland. <laughs> wow, three thousand five hundred miles away. Gee, I've always wanted to go to Ireland. Yeah, all it takes I is a garbage bag. Could have got a free trip. I didn't know. Uh, it. Someone took pictures and said, "I wanted to share some images of a blue trash barrel that's been washed upon our local beach on the west coast of Ireland." He said, "I thought it might be something that would make a good news story." We typically move trash containers from the beach before a hurricane. This one apparently had a mind of its own. Uh, someone has already volunteered to go fetch it. I'll, I'll go to Ireland and get, get the garbage bag. <laughs> wonder what the food was like on that cruise. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, that's, I bet that's a, a lot of the ways that things like rats get to islands and stuff like that. Just, oh, it they're is, they're yeah. on a, you know, a garbage can or a piece of wood that you floats know, off in, in yeah. the storm. And next thing yeah. you know, You've got the island of uh, Dr. Moreau. You know, on the ropes they tie the big ships up with, they've got those things where the rats can't get, they can't go up the rope. Oh, do they? Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of interesting. I like that. Yeah, apparently, and I was watching the night that I have a yacht. In yachts, if you have to be careful of cockroaches and, and rats, if either one of them gets a foothold, you're out in the, in the water, the only, your yacht is the only thing they have. So not that I have a lot of problems with my yacht. We've got our second bad wreck on Highway 58 today. Oh, no. This one uh, with injuries, 5700 Highway 58, right there at Tyner Lane. Please, so please, please be careful. Be careful. There. Okay, uh, there's a new hazard in a Florida golf course. Yeah, a giant crocodile has taken up residence on one of the ponds, often emerging from the water to bask near the sand trap. Terrified golfers have had to play around the overside reptile for weeks, uh, and the croc won't be going anywhere soon. Apparently, it's got a nest somewhere around there. You know what? I'll, I'll take a stroke. Put it, add a stroke. I'm, I'm not... I'm not going over there. I ain't going around I'm, that. I'm not going to lose a leg for a golf game, that's for sure. <laughs> um, uh, let me see here. This, this is a freak, Pete, and this is from about three years ago. Grandmother shoots a masturbating bicyclist in the chest through her door as he tries to break into her home. She was out uh, dumping her garbage. All of a sudden, a, a weirdo comes up on his bike, and he's touching himself. She runs in the house. He starts banging on the door. She, she pulls her pistola. And boom, the problem is solved. 
What a creep. What a creep. <laughs> what a man. Sick mind. Now, this sounds terrifying. A French daredevil. That, that's kind of funny right there. A French daredevil has broken the record for a hot, un, a hot balloon air ride. It's not one in the basket, though. He rode on top of the balloon. Remy Overard, 26, rode on top of a hot air balloon uh, in western France, 3,280 feet above sea level, setting a new record. Uh, he alternated between standing and sitting on a metal folding chair. However, he ended the feat by performing a victory dance on the top of the balloon. He's doing like a victory lap dance. You know what? I, that's the, those kinds of victory lap dances are resulting. What? Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I did didn't. it. No, thank you. No, thank you. All right. Zenit, that's his eye. <laughs> Who knew he had a glass on? You know, that's not a real smart guy, is it? This is a, no. This is my favorite. This is our final freak for today. And it just goes to show that you don't have to be young to be a real troublemaker. A 70-year-old woman was drinking tequila, holding a fake gun while hanging off I-94 overpass. <laughs> oh, God. 70-year-old Minneapolis woman allegedly threatened a state trooper with a fake gun made of duct tape and tinfoil before climbing onto a bridge overpass with a bottle of tequila in her hand. <laughs> hey, officer. She comes up to the, the, uh, the trooper's squad car. She goes, I- I'm trying to find my way out of here. He realizes that she's hammered. He says, you know what? Why don't you sit in the back of my patrol car here? That's when she pulls out something that looks like a gun, points it at the trooper. He retreats to his squad car. Then she speeds away. Car was later found nearby. She was found hanging off the fence of uh, Pascal Street Bridge over the uh, Interstate 94, still drinking from the bottle of tequila <laughs> and grabbing the silver gun-shaped object in her waistband. Dang, lady, you party hard. I want to tell you that. Man. You're you're putting that gun together. I'll make a gun out of of duct tape and and tinfoil. Yeah, that's bad. Those are your freaks. Thank you for joining us. Max, thank you for what you do. We'll see you guys tomorrow on Friday. By the way, the people who use dating apps, my daughter, our daughter did that for a while. I was not ever impressed with the quality of people that she met on a dating app. I'll, I'll, well, just, I'll say that straight out. I think a lot of the people that go on dating apps do it because they can't find a date. And it's easy to put your stuff down and exaggerate on who you might be anyway. Yeah. Uh, apparently, this uh, she met a Tinder as one of them. Tinder is one of the dating apps. She met this guy on Tinder. Uh, they went out on a date. They're in the restaurant. He disappears from the table for about 20 minutes. Uh, he said he went to go in his car to get his wallet. 20 minutes later, she's like, he stood me up. Look at the bastard stood me up. So she walks out there. He's in his car, completely naked. There's what? no, there's no more to the story. I, uh, yep, I'm, I'm left hanging there. Huh? What? Did you shoot him? I was gonna say, yeah. So how'd the date go after that? <laughs> what the heck? You see, that's why you don't use a dating app to put yourself in, in someone else's company that might be. I'm gonna go out in the car and get naked by myself. I don't even want to know. Oh, I don't want to. Gosh. Know. Uh, this is interesting, and it would be important for people who are foreigners to know this. Locals are sharing the real meaning hidden in a chalked-out memo on the sidewalk. Now, no matter how many guidebooks you read when traveling around Japan, nothing can compare to the inside knowledge that you can get from locals when you visit their neck of the woods. Locals often know what best places to eat, shop, and to visit. If you're in rural areas, you might see some things on the ground that you don't understand. They showed a picture of a chalked-out outline, and it said, Yurikai Ari, which means there is poo. Okay, It might seem simple and straightforward. Uh, you might think, oh, well, maybe there's dog poo or, there, or cat poo and you need to be careful. No, what they're saying is we found bear poo in the area. So be aware, bears have been spotted. Keep your, your wits about it. So basically, oh, no. yeah. 
bears are here. So that's kind of an important thing to know. You know, written on the sidewalk. I don't. I, I have a hard time thinking that we have reverted to this point in our society. But here's the story: a county school board in Virginia is, is divided, not on whether to remove books they define as sexually explicit from the district school libraries. They voted unanimously to do that. The division between the members is: do we burn them or not? What? Now, if you want, you want to take them out of the library because they don't fit whatever definitions you have of appropriate literature, that's one thing. Are we at a place in this country where we're considered burning books? Come on. I mean, really? Yeah, I think we are in Come some on. places. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, even there's vile books out there. We all know that. But you know what? You have the right to read a vile book if you're a vile person and that's what turns you, what floats your bob or whatever. Uh, it's, I don't endorse it, but... You can't just burn things because you disagree with them. It's, it's, here's what it is. reminds you of Germany in the it, 40s. Yes. When you're burning books, what you're doing is burning ideas. These ideas are unacceptable. We're not even going to let you read about them. And once you start burning ideas, that's a slippery slope, and it doesn't lead to a good place. <laughs> All right, speaking of not leading to a good place, this story bothers me. People in Britain, they're costing their government $3 million every year when they have to remove things from their wet pocket. Yes, every year, doctors remove 3,500 objects or more that people have <clears throat> accidentally put in their wet, their wet locker. What, a set on them or what? Mm, I don't know. Everything from deodorants to beer bottles and things I'm not going to talk about. Okay. I'm all right. Just I'm focused right now. Control, uh, alt, know, delete. I'm, I'm worried about the world. I'm really <laughs> worried about the people in the world. I'm looking for the horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah. I really am. Just yeah. coming over the top of the mountains. Now, here's an example of tremendous waste. So many people out there struggling to get clothes on their back. Heaps of unworn clothes are being discarded in a Chilean desert. Now, when they say heaps, I mean piles about 12 feet tall and wow. about 50 feet wide. These are huge piles of brand new clothes. They never made it to stores. Uh, they found that 59,000 tons of clothes ended up at a port in Chile every year. Uh, apparently, the former employee said, uh, the clothing is non-biodegradable, so it's causing a problem. And, and they're starting to use it to make things like insulation, but can't you somehow put the people without clothes together with this problem? You know, there's people out there with nothing on their backs. Now there's a, a pile of clothes. 12 feet tall. That's like people starving. They're starving all over the world. We, we just got can't get food. The, yes. We can't get the food to them on time. But, but the picture that I saw had exactly what you would imagine. There were, there were women there that were dressed pretty nice, and they were going through all the different clothing because there's no excuse to not have a, a wonderful wardrobe when you've you got 12-foot-tall pile of clothes. Yeah, really. Yeah. Can you imagine? I could probably even find something that fit me. If <laughs> I don't know about that. You know, you know what it's like when you go with your wife to, to, to go to the fitting room and she wants you to wait there because she wants you to look at what she's yeah. getting and she wants your, your opinion. And all the other ladies are looking yeah. at you like you piece yeah, of trash. It's a, lo- it's a long, lonely wait. They look at you like a pervert or something because normally it's right in the bra section or something. And you have to sit there like you have a reason to be there just kind of looking at your feet. It's a really awkward feeling. Ladies, don't put us through that. You've been there and done that. Don't it's put awful. us through that. And, and it's even worse. Hold my purse while I go in there to get changed. Now you're standing in the in the ladies' lingerie section, holding the ladies' purse with a look on your face like, I'm lost. And no. some big dude walks by and say, I like your purse. Hey, thanks. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. We're going to come back. Uh, we got a final handful of freaks and uh, some good ones, of course. That's absolutely delicious freaks. 